Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sky is falling after two days of spring training. Welcome back into Gwen and Chris. 301 is the time. Chris, hello. Sammy Levitt today in Peoria, Arizona. Padres were in Glendale today. They lost again. And uh, they didn't do much again. They were beaten by the Dodgers 4-1 to a day after losing the spring training opener 14-1. to So I guess there was a step in the right direction today, at least on the pitching side. But uh, Padres once again, uh, only one run to show for today's effort. Cal Mitchell, the Rancho Bernardo High youngster, drove in that run with an RBI single in the third inning. Uh, Freddie Freeman homered for the Dodgers today. And the Padres were one for eight with runners in scoring position following 0 for 5 yesterday. Uh, Chris Ellos on the ledge, a little concerned that the season opener in uh, Korea is less than four weeks away. And the Padres still have holes to fill. And will they be able to successfully fill those with the young prospects that they have right now? Um, you know, we'll see. It's not going to be easy. Uh, for the Padres. This has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that they've lost two spring training games, <laughs> although Sammy thinks it does. Thinks it, does. Uh, it really, <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, you can't possibly, there's not too many teams in baseball that you look around and you go, hey, they've got three spots open heading into the season, so I feel good about that. Well, the, let me counter a bit. I think there are teams that have those kinds of spots up for grabs or in competition for young players. But Chris, typically those teams aren't trying to compete at the same time. And so when we talk before the break about the Padres sort of being in between, that's part of it, right? Is that you're not in a spot where you're rebuilding. That's not where the Padres are. Even though after the Juan Soto trade, it seemed like some fans were like, oh, that's it. Yep. It's a rebuild. 
selling off. Yeah, that's not silly. what's happening. That's silly. It's not what's happening, and it's and they believe that they can be competitive this season and be a playoff team. But typically, when you have those kinds of spots available and young players, at least at this moment with the roster the way it is, young players competing for those spots, typically you're not trying to really compete at the same time. And quite frankly, your payroll isn't really a lot of those teams. The payroll is not where the Padres payroll is, even with the decrease in spending. So that is why they are in the macro sense. Yeah, they're they're in between. All right. If you want to uh, talk about where the Padres are or aren't, uh, got a phone line open for you at 833-288-0973. We can take a couple of phone calls. I uh, want to uh, remind you that spring training is indeed underway. And for the latest Padre news, try listening to chapters from the show. Each day, each topic mm. we cover is broken down so that you can find what matters most to you. For instance, if you want to go back and listen to my tirade about being out on the ledge at the beginning of today's show, download the Odyssey app, get started, and uh, you can uh, find anything you need, anything you might have missin- missed, anything you just want to be want to listen to again. It's a spe- It comes in especially handy when Scraby's on the show and says something silly that you want to listen to over and over again. Uh, and you know, you know what? I got, I got three things for you. Three uh-oh. things. One, one Padres thing, but two random. Here, here's one, one other thing I'll say, and it was a good point that was just made to me. I think the word we may be looking for in that conversation about young players versus having some stars and and the in between. I keep saying in between. The difference maybe is expectations. A lot of teams that have those open spots and have young players competing for them don't necessarily have much expectation and there are expectations right now in this Padres team because of the players they do have so that point was just made to me by a very smart person and I think it's fair expectations may be the word we're looking for uh two two quick things here Chris yes. number one a, a, uh, a comment in the YouTube chat that made me laugh that's why I laughed a minute ago uh, Alex saying, Sammy is in between the ledge and a hard place, and Chris is trying everything he can do to wrangle him onto the ledge. Yeah, too. I want some company. <laughs> I want a little company. Okay. Out. It gets lonely out there. It gets lonely <laughs> out there. Uh, second non-baseball-related thing. Um, I want to be clear, and nobody commented this, but I realize now my last two days here on the show, it, what I'm drinking on the YouTube stream, this may look like one of those alcoholic seltzer-type beverages. It is not, just for the record. This is uh, an energy drink. Oh, yes. Showing me on the stream right now. Okay. All right. So well, nobody it, get the wrong It takes idea. an extra energy boost to keep up with That's uh, right. with what I'm doing over here. Thank you, Sam, for clearing <laughs> that up. I know people are concerned about you there in Peoria. They are. It's been a long two weeks here. Long days, long nights there in Peoria, Sam. Don't succumb to all of those uh, temptations. By the way, did uh, you and Tony go out last night, have a big night out in the town? <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we discussed wild. that at the end Absolutely. of the show yesterday. <laughs> you guys were out going crazy. Hey, Vincent Chula no. Vista. Go ahead. Vincent Chula yeah, Vista is with I, us. Let's get him on. Yeah. And hi, we'll... Hey, Vince. Hey, Vince. How you doing, man? man? Always hey, good to talk to you. Hey, always good talking to you guys. Hey, it's a rebirth, right? It's spring training. Everybody zero zero, right? And you, you can't help but be excited, right? And, yes, there are concerns. There are holes in the roster. We know that. Chris. Get off the ledge. There's plenty of time. 
to get on the ledge now in February, I really don't think is the time to do that. You hear all the time you have to trust. You got to trust the process. You have to trust the system. So you got to believe that there's a plan that none of us know about yet of what they're going to execute to to fill to fill the holes that they that they have now the the sucky part of all of this is that they dropped the first two to the team that we hate dropping anything to but we don't have a great track record with which is the Dodgers right we hate it when when that happens and we have to you know go halfway around the world to play them um, as the season opens as well, and so, but I'm I'm excited about the whole thing. But I always get excited when it's when it's spring training. Baseball is back. Um, you and we go over to Peoria to catch a couple of games. We'll be doing that as as spring training gets going. And there's always an excitement just wrapped around that. Now last year. With Soto and all this stuff, the, the expectations, the signing of Bogarts, the expectation, expectations were off the charts and too far off the charts as we, as we learned. We may be surprised this time around. I mean, who saw the Diamondbacks coming last year? Nobody did. And so um, I'm excited for it. Chris, my friend, get off that ledge. Plenty of time for us to get up on that ledge as we get into the season, but it sure is great having you guys back talking baseball. It's just fantastic. So as always, thanks for, for having me on for a couple of seconds. I appreciate that. Always fun, Vince. Appreciate that. Yeah. Vince is the voice of reason. Uh, and, and like I said, you know, I don't have Tony who's my normal voice of reason today to keep me from getting out on the ledge in the first place, Sam. So it's fair that... enough to say that September or February, September. I only missed it by six months. Uh, it's fair to say that February is not necessarily a time for ledge sitting. Do you think that I'm so far in the last hour and nine minutes? Do you think I've been a, a voice of reason to you in the way of Tony would? You are. I think I have. I I, I think I have. I, I think I'm I'm responding to your concern about as about as level headedly level headedly level headedly as yeah, very good as I can I as appreciate I can. that Sam but but I like that word that Vince used rebirth I think he was referring to like spring training starting but he, here's what I would say Chris if, if your level of concern is at is this high right now what are you gonna do in the middle of July when you really you really need to. I got to tell you something. You're my not level leaving of, yourself much room. My level of concern isn't really all that great, honestly. I'm just trying to get out there and talk about, get it out in the open, get it out and you know, get it out there. I mean, we've all we're all thinking this. You know, who's going to play where and how are we going to get this done? So I'm just bringing it out. I'm bringing it to light. I believe that they'll be fine this year. I've I've told anybody who's asked me, privately and publicly that I think this team will have a better record at the end of this season than Agreed. last year's team. Now, whether that means 83 wins to 82 or whether that means 89 or 90, you know, and if everything goes well, 95. But I think this team's going to do better just based on the fact that they can't possibly 
go nine and twenty-three in one-run games again this year. They can't possibly go two and twelve in extra innings again. Baseball just doesn't work that way. So I believe that they're going to end up with a better record this year. But that doesn't change the fact that as of right now, the holes are there. And Dennis Lynn wrote about it today. I'm talking about it today. And I just want to make sure everybody you know gets where this thing is right now. They have a, some things to do between now and opening day. And opening day is not that far away. And to go back to what we talked about in the opening segment, and, and personally my experience with it the last couple of weeks, what's been interesting to me, and, and I think we're, we're bringing up good good points, a good conversation here just for myself as somebody sitting, uh, I'm not in Peoria right now, but I'm not too far away, 15 minutes away, is that I, I think, Chris, I shared a lot of the same concern before I got here. And admittedly, in the last couple of weeks, since being in spring training, since seeing these young guys, since being up close with Jackson Merrill, it, it, it has made me gloss over the, the bigger picture and, and what we thought would be the case after the Soto trade and, and heading towards spring training, that there would be some more veteran names in here. But now, after seeing these guys, you're right. I, I am much more just on a day-to-day basis, bought into the idea of, okay, well, this is the scenario, and hey, these guys are really talented, and hope it goes really well. Do we know that it's going to go really well? We do not. But the good thing you've done, Chris, is you are, you are, I guess, uh, opening my eyes back up to, to sort of the, the big picture and, I guess, the big concern about what the Padres are possibly trying to do. And admittedly, here at spring training, it is very easy to put on some uh, some rosy colored glasses and i i am certainly uh i think i'm a little guilty of that but i'm okay with that i'm okay yes i'm okay with you having rose colored glasses but as long as as long as as long as what you're drinking is really truly an energy drink that's all i'm concerned about sam uh all right we'll take a quick time out here i got a couple more phone calls uh and we're going to get to those when we come back uh, we'll get into some of the regular stuff on the program Friday. It's a countdown. We'll have that for you at the bottom of the hour. Chris versus the fans coming up at 4 o'clock. Adam Klug sitting in for uh, Scraby today has put together a big five. So all of that is still ahead. Sit all tight. Right. Tony Gwynn Jr. may even join us a little bit later on. Whoa. The TV star himself from Peoria. But right now it's Chris and Sammy after traffic on 97.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, 320 the time. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris. Friday afternoon, 97.3 The Fan. You can watch on YouTube. Just download. Or download uh, YouTube and uh, search 97.3 The Fan. That's it. Come on in and watch the program. Uh, got something else to be concerned about, Sammy Levitt, before I get right back to What's a couple that? of phone calls that are waiting. Uh, somebody named New Arena. That's the, uh, that's the uh, journalism. That, that, that's the, uh, I don't know, the, uh, not the newspaper, the magazine, I guess it's ranking these things. Yes. Anyway, they, they put out a ranking today of the top. Not the top. They ranked all of the... I'm really spitting this out very smoothly, I might add. They ranked from 1 to 30 each team's pitching ace in Major League Baseball. Okay? Did I explain that clear enough after stumbling okay. 50 times? Yes. yes. As For example, the number one ace is Garrett Cole of the Yankees, according to them. Number two is Spencer Strider of the Atlanta Braves. Mm-hmm. You can agree or disagree with any of this. Number three is Corbin Burns of the Orioles. Number four, Zach Gallon of the Diamondbacks. Number five, Zach Wheeler of the Phillies. And I'm not going to give you the whole list. But you have to go all the way down to number 21 before you find you Darvish of the Padres. 21. According to these guys... There are 20 starting pitchers, aces in Major League Baseball that are better than anything the Padres have. Mm. What yeah. what publication is this? I don't know. It's like called New Arena. It's I've online. Never heard it's of an online thing. I don't care. It, it, I don't either. But <laughs> what just, isn't an online thing anymore? I, I'll give you an example days. of how crazy some of these things are. Yoshinobu Yamamoto of the Dodgers yeah. is already number 10. Uh, He's never gotten an out <laughs> in Major League Baseball before. Yeah. I, it, you know, look, he's supremely talented. Obviously, he got an enormous deal, and I'm not taking anything away from Yamamoto in that sense. But I've seen some of these rankings that have him that high. He may be, but when you haven't recorded a single out in the Major Leagues, I just think you got to see it. Like, if he's awesome this year... And he's right up there this time next year, fine. But we shall see. Certainly a lot of height, a lot of money, um, a lot of talent. We know that. But uh Well, I just want you to I just want you to understand now that you are saying Yamamoto, you have to see it before you believe it. Now can you understand better why I have concern about the Padres? Oh, I I've because they I've have understood. they have a lot of positions where we have to see it before we can believe it. I've understood since 2 p.m. exactly where you're coming Ah. from and exactly your concern. I've tried the best I can while being realistic to sort of walk you away back into some (laughs) non-panic mode. It's not working, Sam. um, It's not working! 
Yeah, I, I've tried my best while also being realistic with you. Um, your concerns are fair. I get it. But, yeah, you got to see it. And the same thing I just said about Yamamoto, yes, does go for these young prospects as well. You don't know what you quite have, no matter the talent level, no matter the ranking, just like Yamamoto. You don't know what you have until you see it day in, day out at the major league level. We have uh, Chris on the line from Claremont. Chris, how are you today? Welcome to the show. I'm doing pretty good. I'm just uh, leaving Portillo's in Peoria. Um, I I got a question. Do you you like your your Portillo's Italian beef wet or semi-wet or dry? Ah, great question. Um, I want Portillo's. They have a that's the that's the Chicago place, right? Yes. Yeah. It's, now come they on. now they have one in Peoria. Well, I'm look. They, I'm not. They've a, got I'm multiple not, around here. I'm not a native Chicagoan, so but I have been to the Portillos in Chicago before, so that's why it. That's why I mentioned it. Uh, yeah. I would say semi dry. I, I, yeah, I, I like, that's how I usually go. That's okay. how I usually go. I just did the wet one for the yeah. first time ever. It was delicious. So I just yeah. want to put that on to you guys. All right, Portillos is pretty awesome. I I will admit that. As a meat lover. Um, yeah, I do have some thoughts. Um, you know, obviously, I listened to uh, the call yesterday um, as we were packing the car. Um, we drove out early this morning, caught the game at Camelback Ranch. Um, it was nice. We sat on the lawn and had about 20 Padre fans that congregated in our area, shared stories and everything. That was great. Um, I We did go to... Uh, we did go to the complex in Peoria this morning. Uh, my daughter and I met Jackson Merrill, and uh, I'm not really an autograph guy like Chris. I don't really like autographs, but uh, my daughter and I talked to Jackson for a few minutes, and um, just a really down-to-earth kid. I'm, I really hope that we don't put too much pressure on him because he's handling it, like Chris would say, with a plume so far. Um, <laughs> I, just, I, I just think that, I'm just super excited for him, and I don't, I don't want it to get to him. And then also, you know, I, I think Brito, and then we'll see what Vasquez does, and then we'll see what Avila does tomorrow. I really think that our starting rotation is going to be okay. I'm really just worried, like you guys are, about the position players. Um, that's all I got. Thanks for taking my call, Adam, and Chris, and Sammy. Well, I'll take your answer off the air. Chris, thanks. Uh, all better to take it off the air so you can begin your drive home and bring us uh, what's left of that uh, semi-wet Portillo's meat sandwich. Oh, Portillo's delicious. Um, all right, that mm-hmm. got me completely off base. Uh, but, yeah, hey, first of all, fun to go to spring training and get to meet somebody like Jackson Merrill. That's exciting. And he brings up another side of this, Sam, that I didn't bring up, and that is you don't want – and we're just using Jackson Merrill as our example today because he's the yeah. one that's been talked most about potentially being in the opening day lineup in the outfield. You don't want to ever call a guy up, you know, from light experience in double A like he has and have them come to the big leagues and go three for 45 in April and have to send them back because that can also, that can slow down the, uh, the whole process altogether. Right. So you got to be careful. Not only what is Jackson Merrill going to be able to bring to this team, but what are you going to be able to do for Jackson Merrill? You got to make sure that he's ready. You do not want to rush him if he's not yeah. ready to be rushed. Um, so that's another factor. Yeah, yeah. Look, 
again, we're not saying anything against the talent of Jackson Merrill. No, we're Everybody not. Everybody we understands he's talented and has sky-high potential. But look, when you move guys quicker, whether it's a Merrill, whether it's a Salas, whether it's a Pauly, any of these guys, is there an argument that you run a higher risk of what you said happening, not getting off to a good start, not hitting well in April, and then you've got a situation where, number one, you may be dealing with a player who is, um, you know, who sometimes for the first time in their careers, you know, may may have that confidence knocked a little bit. So that's one part of it. And then number two, sometimes in those scenarios you're faced with, a decision as a team, as an organization, of, well, what do you do? Do you let him play through it? Do you let him just, you know, struggle for as long as he's going to struggle and understand hope that the talent level ultimately, the the experience ultimately allows them to come out of it? Um, That doesn't always happen. Sometimes guys get sent back down, right? We saw it with, uh, with C.J. Abrams in 2022. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not apples to apples, this scenario, but because there's there's more spots available and it's just different this year. But it's not all that dissimilar to the C.J. Abrams situation at the start of 2022, where he, remember, Chris, he didn't have a ton of experience at AA. I'd have to go back and look exactly how many at-bats he had at AA, but he wasn't somebody at a spring training that necessarily was going to be on the opening day major league roster and he was and he was up and he struggled quite a bit and ultimately went back down so look i i think if you're the padres for as high as you might be on somebody like merrill or any of these prospects look you when you move them quicker i I would imagine you run a greater risk of guys struggling um whether that's a gamble the Padres are ultimately willing to take in a few weeks or not, we're going to find out. That also may be dictated by if there are additions made to this roster. Right now, who's there, who's here, I should say, in Arizona, is here. Um, but it is a, from the caller's perspective and, and uh, what we've talked about so far, I think it's a, a very fair concern. You hope it doesn't happen, but you know, you always run that risk when you move guys quicker and that will be a question until it's not a question until you see how it ultimately transpires and how these guys perform dan is in boston now he's on the program hi dan thanks for calling today how are you i'm good chris how are you very good sir what can we do for you well i'm calling because i got in the car and i heard someone say oh don't worry you know like don't don't stay on the edge you know it's early it's what what are what are we supposed to do? Just sit here and wait until something good happens? <laughs> like like did you not remember what happened last year? We sat and waited till middle of August, you know, until something good happened. You know, like there's you have short term memory loss if you if you don't remember that. Yeah. You know, this team needs help. And if AJ's not gonna do anything and not gonna give us any kind of hope, you know, that things are gonna turn around this team is not as good or talented as last year's. It's not even a full roster right now. You gotta think the season's gonna start in a couple weeks. You know, there's no, there's nothing to be hopeful for right now. You should be, you should be very confident, confident, standing on that edge because there's no reason to be excited. 
All right. I didn't know Scraby went to Boston. I thought he went to the Bay Area. <laughs> Sounded like a panic. No, Dan, you know what? You're not alone in this thinking. You're not. And, I, I you know, I think people want to wait and see what's going to happen because, you know, it's a couple of weeks. It's actually four weeks, right, until you play in, in Korea. So you, you basically have, you know, three weeks to address this. That means you've probably got a week to ten days to kind of, you know, see what you've got now, Sam. And kind of, you know, take a look at it. I'm going to give you an example. I'm just going to give you an example of how things can go south. Ethan Salas is the greatest prospect the Padres have had in years and years and years and years. Nobody argues that he's not going to be the next big great thing. He's being compared to, you know, every great prospect in the history of the game. Yeah, He is now batted three times in spring training. He has now struck out all three times, albeit one of those was on an umpire pitch clock, pitch yeah. clock violation. I'm just saying, until they get there, until they start doing something, you never know, right? So I, I think it's something that you have to be concerned about. Dan, I'm not totally against what you're saying, but let's just give them, let's at least, you know, I'll be out on the ledge waiting, but let's at least give them you know, until this first couple of games in Korea, and then, you know, you get another couple of weeks after that before the season starts. Maybe they just want to assess what they have right now. Chris, can I ask you a question? Mm -hmm. We talked a lot last year about, like, kind of uh, the disjointedness of spring training with the World Baseball Classic and how it affected players. Do you have any concerns that if you bring whoever it is, if you bring in somebody now at this point, and that's today, let alone a week from now, that not, that joining the team late in spring training will have an impact on their performance during the season? I don't think it should. I mean, I, I don't have a record of all everybody and when they've all you know reported to spring training and all the acquisitions over the years. Baseball still remains an individual game played under a team format. I don't think the Padres are going to bring in anybody that's going to alter the makeup of the clubhouse. Yeah. So, yes, I do think you can add somebody between now and whenever, and it, it shouldn't. I don't think that's a fair excuse if it doesn't work. In the in the grand scheme of Major League Baseball right now, the Padres, or I should say, guys that realistically would join them, like how 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 am I putting this? Right now, there is a large group of players: Blake Snell, Jordan Montgomery, Cody Bellinger, Matt Chapman are the four you should really focus on. Okay, guys that are going to make significant, significant money, and are all-star type players. That at this moment, on February twenty-third, with games, Cactus League games starting, are still not signed to a team. So, I'm just making the point that in the grand scheme of the game right now, like there are there are some major players that if you're a team that signs Blake Snell, if you're a team that signs Jordan Montgomery, you, with each passing day, you have to wonder how much the fact that they'll show up so late to spring training and have had such a non-normal offseason in spring training could affect them in year one of whatever deal they sign. I mean, I think that's a fair, fair concern. What I, what I and I know this is more of a, a larger discussion on on these guys in the free agent market, but like if I'm a if I'm a team, I just wonder with some of these guys, and maybe it goes for guys the Padres would bring in too that aren't you know those those big four guys. 
at what point does it actually become a concern of, hey, you know what? It's now March 3rd. Uh, we're really concerned about about now bringing you in for this year and, and what you'll do this year. I I don't know. It's a, it's a weird situation what's gone on with the free agency, but I guess my point is, like, there, there are a bunch of players right now, to Adam's point, and the Padres are in a unique scenario because of the trip to Korea, that are dealing with that right now. Teams and players, free agents, that are dealing with that right now, the potential impact of a totally non-normal spring training and what you can expect from that player realistically based on that. All right, Sammy, break time. When we come back, uh, more on the Padres as we get set for the start of the baseball season about a month away. Also, our countdown is due up next. We'll tell you what that's all about when we return. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. This segment brought to you by our friends at Spiro's Mediterranean Cuisine. If you love Mediterranean food like I do, uh, the hummus. I'm just saying, if you're going to Spiro's, do not miss the hummus. Uh, Mm. Mediterranean Cuisine Coronado or La Jolla. For dining or takeout options, visit Spiroscuisine.com. Sam Levitt is there in Peoria, Arizona. In for Tony Gwynn Jr. today. Chris, hello. Adam Klug is alongside. He's in for Matt Scraby. I mean, the show is, uh, well, you guys are doing a great job. I mean, it's as simple as that. We haven't lost a step. I'm so thrilled by this news. I know this has nothing to do with the Padres, but the Miami Dolphins today cut two Pro Bowl players to save money for the salary cap. That always puts me in a good frame of mind. Xavier Howard and Emmanuel Agba both uh, let go. I guess every team kind of has to do that, right, Adam Klug? You're more of a football capologist than I am, but about this time of year, you always see teams releasing great players so that they can get under the salary cap. The NFL is unique, and not only that it has a salary cap, but it also has non-guaranteed contracts, so difficult decisions do have to be made. Yes. Uh, That said, I thought this was interesting. The NFL salary cap for next season has risen to $255.4 million per team. How much is that, you ask? That is $30 million more than it was last year. Just in case you're wondering whether or not the NFL is making any money. That ought to give you your answer. So the salary caps are going way up. It's a 13% increase as the uh, league continues to just reel in cash and more cash. And, you know, put games on streaming for the playoffs and make us pay even more money to watch their product. All stuff that makes me so happy. Let's check some traffic right now. Hopefully that news will make you happy.
And then uh, we're going to do a countdown today, and I'll tell you what that's all about shortly. From the 97.3 The Fan Traffic Center, here's can, Kelly uh, Go into the Well, guys, looks like we can already check ladder and lanes off of our afternoon commute bingo card. Yep, got one in the two left lanes, South 805, right before Market Street. Accident has cleared on eastbound King Freeway near College. In the North County, going to find a traffic alert for an accident. Mission Road on-ramp to southbound 15. I'm Kelly Danik with Gwyn and Chris, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. It's now time for Gwen and Chris to rank their top five of the day. Going to grip and rip as usual. But this isn't just a regular top five list. I love it. It sounds sadistic, but I love it. This is The Countdown. And it starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. All right, every Friday on the program we do a countdown. Come up with a topic and uh, we rank things from five down to one. Adam Kluga sitting in, as I said, and... You know, this is something Scraby seems incapable of doing, which is coming up with a topic for the countdown every Friday. So thank you, Adam, for doing that. I like Adam's idea. Today's countdown, top five sporting venues we've been to. Top five sporting venues we've been to. I think everybody's list would be different because we've all been to different sporting venues over the years. Sam, are you ready for this? I, I took a bit of a different approach to this than maybe you two will find out, but I am confident that I have at least a fairly interesting, well thought out list here. Wait, oh, are good. you saying I was supposed to come up, come up with Sammy's? My top five uh, Sammy's oh. assuming that you've uh, come up with I one. I, I thought didn't maybe put yeah. together here. You can jump in. This is the Ello and Sammy show. Yes, you can jump in if you like. <laughs> if you if you have a if you have a favorite, we'll let you uh, share it with us, Adam. But I'll start number five favorite. Sporting venue I've ever been to. I'm going to go with Fenway Park in Boston. Uh, we just had Dan from Boston on there. We could hear the passion in his voice as he talked about the Padres situation. Uh, I had a I got a lucky summer once, Sam, where I was traveling with a uh, sports league. Went to Boston, New York, Chicago, Baltimore. I, Atlanta. I got to go to all those stadiums in one one summer. And I thought Fenway was the best. I went to Yankee Stadium once. I went to Wrigley Field once. I thought Fenway was the best. The Green Monster's amazing. Although it's, it seems closer and maybe smaller than I imagined. I mean, it's still a monster. But I thought it was going to really tower over the field. But just the atmosphere and the passion of the fans at Fenway Park. That's what, what really stood out. Like, nobody... I don't know. In San Diego, you know, you have conversations about other topics during the game. Some people do. Does not happen at Fenway Park. Forty, And plus, it's kind of intimate. It's not that big of a ballpark. Yeah. Only holds about 40. And it's packed. And the fans are, are great. And when they found out it was from San Diego, a lot of them sitting around us, all they wanted to do was talk about Ted Williams. Because he's from San Diego, and of course the greatest Red Sox of them all. Mm. So I was, I felt like you know we were well received there in Boston because of the connection to Teddy Ballgame. Fenway Park, number five for me. What about you, Sam? So I told you I would take a little bit of a different approach here. So it's sort of like for different reasons. I'm, I'm going to go down this list, but I'm going to stay in New England. Number five for me, I'm going to say Veterans Field 
in Chatham, Massachusetts. Cape uh-huh. Cod Baseball League. The Cape Cod Baseball League, where baseball just seems pure. Best Very summer pure. collegiate league in the country. The okay. Wood Bats. Yeah. The Sunsets. The simple nature of every field, just by elementary schools or just a, a park almost. But anything, some of the, anything the, in particular stand out about this well, park? No, but it's a good encapsulation of what makes the Cape Cod League the Cape Special. Cod League. Yes. Are all the teams on Cape Cod in the Cape they Cod are, League? They're all within an hour of one another. Oh, wow. It is the best college players in the nation, which most baseball fans know. Mm-hmm. But it is, there's something about it. It's simple. There's no tickets. You don't have to pay to get in. People put their blankets and their lawn chairs. You know, there's no seats. But the talent level is unbelievable. And it's always pretty. And it's Cape Cod in the summer. And it is just for a baseball fan. I've, I've said this many years now. If you are a baseball fan, it is go, it is worth going the Cape Cod Baseball League to check out a couple of games once. It really is. And that's my favorite field. Even though that was, that's that was five. the team. That's number that five, the, right? That's number five, yes. Yeah. That's number, number four. My number four for me is the pit in Albuquerque. Uh, the famous uh, arena that hosted the great Final Four of 1983 when North Carolina State famously took down powerhouse uh, Phi Slamma Jamma to win the national championship. Uh, I get to go to the pit Almost every year. Uh, I'm going to go next week uh, when San Diego State's women's team plays down there. I just, I, there's something about that arena. The um, the roof of the pit is at street level. So that's why they're able to call it the pit. Because everything is dug in below the ground. And it's just, uh, it's a special place mm. for college basketball. And the fans there are rabid. And I'm sure anybody who's ever been there with San Diego State had a chance to go down there, understands that. The atmosphere is fantastic. The noise, it's a fun place to play basketball. The pit in Albuquerque, number four for me. Sam, where are you taking us now? Yes, we're going to go to New York. Shea Stadium. Oh really? Where not I, this where one. Where I grew up. Not oh where yeah. Where you grew up? You grew up at Shea Stadium. Yeah. Shea Stadium. Okay. Where I grew up. Fair enough. What I loved. Old place that I loved wasn't very nice, but Shea Stadium number four for me. How can I not include yeah. that? The classic, built in the uh, 1950s, 1960s ballpark. Dodger Stadium's not that far off from it. Dodger Stadium, I've said, is like the West Coast version of Shea Stadium, but not Dodger Stadium. I'm saying Shea Stadium, number four. Gotcha. Number three. number three for me is the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. I used to go there every year as a kid and see uh, the Rose Bowl game. And so uh, it's a very special place for me, and it's a very famous sports arena. The Rose Bowl in Pasadena. Everybody should at least see that once. Sam. Number three for me. I'm going to uh, play to the Padres fans. I'll say Petco Park because it is the finest, cleanest, most pretty Major League Baseball stadium I've ever been to. I'm not just saying that because I'm there 80-something days a year, but it is wonderful, truly. Everything you hear about it is true. That'll be number three for me. Petco Park, special place. Got the beach. You got uh, the the lawn, the grassy knoll out beyond left center field. You got the Western Metal Supply Building. Beautifully done. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Number two. Chicago Stadium does not exist anymore. Home of the Bulls and Michael Jordan. Home of the Blackhawks before they built the United Center. Got to go to Chicago Stadium before they demolished it in the mid-90s. This place was a just a brick building. And if you drove by it, you didn't even know it was an arena to Michael Jordan and all those great teams and great athletes and great sports events. Chicago Stadium, man, when that place rocked, there was nothing like it, but there it was it was uh it was crazy, Sam. I, I drove there one time and was sitting right outside the arena and asked somebody for directions how to get there. Mm. And they said, It's right there. I said, Where? And they said, That building right there, that's it. But that's not a stadium, an arena. Okay, yeah, it was. Anyway, Chicago Stadium, number two. For you? N- number two for me is Johan Cruyff Stadium in the Netherlands. What city this is? I don't rem- <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, it's in Amsterdam still okay, technically. Amsterdam. The home of uh, the home of Ajax, the soccer team, the Dutch soccer team. It's the only European soccer match I've ever gone to, and it was quite the experience and it was one of a kind that I've been to. So, I recommend it. Very, very cool. Very different from anything I've ever been to. Yo, I think this is how you say Johan Cruyff Stadium in Amsterdam. I have Number no two. idea if that's how you say it, but I'm going to trust you. I don't you. know either. Number one. Now, number one for me is the loudest stadium I've ever been in, in either basketball, football, or baseball. And I know there's louder places probably, but I've never been to a louder place than I was for the 1998 World Series between the Padres and the Yankees at the Murph. I have never experienced anything like that before or since. Uh, it was the most electric I've ever felt as a part of a uh, group of fans. So the Murph is my all-time favorite. Rest in peace, Jack Murphy Stadium. Sam. Number one for me, uh, Melbourne Park, Australian Open Grounds. Rod Laver Arena. Yeah, I've been there. Not what been I expected. The Australian Open, Melbourne, halfway across the world. Pretty cool. That's number one. Sammy, a man of international intrigue. That's right. Yes, That's we right. can we can stop at Johan Cruyff Stadium on the way to and Melbourne. They, and they go to Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, hit them both. All right, we're going to play some Chris vs. the Fans when we come back. 833-288-0973. You want a chance at trivia and a possibility of going to Las Vegas? Now's the time to call. Gwen and Chris. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 